everybody. Welcome to the show, man. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And also, all you newbies out there just watching us for the first time, welcome to the radio show, baby. And you like and subscribe. Will you help our brother out here? Later on in the show, we got China Dow coming up. Yes, we're going to be talking about some personal traits that say something about you. And let me guess, man, I'm going to get throat punched again on this one. But uh, we got coming up in Biker News, five members of the Pagans assault an individual. Yes, five of them assault an individual. We also got some discourse coming out of the Little Orleans uh, deal down there. They have about 8,000 bikers that showed up to a rally. And I guess the residents are not feeling it, man. Even though bikers spend all kinds of monies, man, all kinds of monies. They should be happy. But, of course, you know, there's always got to be some Karens in there. You know, I find a lot of deal with Karens. They're just unhappy with themselves. It's like they have no lives. It's they wake up every single morning and they want to find something to complain about. It's like, man, you need to go get some, yeah, uh-huh, anyway, before I even get going with that one. Uh, let's go to this uh, Yahoo News story. Little Orleans resident is unhappy with behavior at motorcycle rally. How much you want to bet he's like 80 years old or something and can't get any and he's just jealous? I'm just saying. April or uh, Apple's 20th anniversary East Coast Sturges motorcycle rally was held between August 2nd and the 6th with the event attracting nearly 8,000 people. Now, here is your Karen. Quote, it's out of control and something needs to be done. John O'Connell, who lives on Orleans Road, told the Allegheny County commissioners at a re recent meeting, you Karen, taking place. Whatever happened to them, uh, that deal about no tattletaling? I'm just saying. Taking place in an area known as Apple Mountain, attendees to the East Coast Sturges event brought their bikes, filled the campgrounds, and frequent Bill's Place, a bar, general store, and diner located on Highway Germany Road. Now, it, it included all the normal stuff, your live music, your vendors, your games. Oh, there was even a motorcycle demolition derby over there. Awesome. Now, he attended the August 10th commissioner's meeting and spoke during the public input portion. He said he doesn't want the event shut down, but would like to see a law enforcement presence in the future. Sure you don't. Sure you don't. It gets more out of control every year. The first year law enforcement was everywhere, but we need some out there now. Since that time, where rarely do you see a cop tattletale. O'Connell said he is friendly with Kenny Apple, the event's promoter. His event is not the problem. What's happening is Bill's place and now the campground have gotten into the act. 
well, you know what? Uh, you know, everybody else has to make some money here too, okay? O'Connell said he lives in a farmhouse across the street. Oh, there you go. There you go. You're just mad because it's happening across your street. And all of a sudden, it doesn't make a difference if nothing's going on. You're in a bitch about it. From my house, widen, uh, winding all the way down to Bill's is at least three to 400 motorcycles parked there every afternoon and evening. It's not a problem other than they are drinking hard. I bet if they have a sip of milk, you'd be considered that drinking hard. Uh, let's see here. And then it says it has inadequate portable toilets. What do you care? Actually, what do you? Burnouts performed from Bill's place all the way down to my property. Last year, somebody in a pickup truck decided he was going to do donuts. It's a pickup truck. It's probably your locals. Oh, here's a 99% deal. Again, 99% of the people there are not the problem. It's the 1% that there are a problem without any kind of law enforcement whatsoever. They just feel entitled to do whatever they want. You're a, sh a schmuck, okay? Karen Schmuck. That's you're going to be your name. Then uh, let's see what the commissioner said. We don't want anyone hurt. We look into it and whatever we can do for you. We can go ahead, talk to the sheriff and the liquor board and make them aware. What, they're going to make them go after the guy's uh, liquor license now? You know what? This is the kind of stuff I'm going to be talking about on the Twitter show or over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com on Fridays at 7 is this kind of stuff. I think a lot of people are getting sick of it, actually. All these Karens getting their way. Uh, right uh, for Freedom honors prisoners of war missing in action. This out of 69 News. Bikers in Berks County hit the road Sunday in remembrance of our nation's heroes. The 30th annual Ride for Freedom in Reading raises awareness for prisoners of war and those still missing in action. Just because they're missing doesn't mean they're forgotten. This said by Bernie Bingham of the Reading Motorcycle Club. There are over 81,000 missing and unaccounted uh, military members across all the wars the United States has been involved in. If they're good enough to fight for this country, they're good enough to be found. Very well said, man. Very well said right there. Now, a Columbia organization is raising funds for children with leukemia. Rock and roll, baby. A unique Columbia Motorcycle Club is showing one child love and in support as she battles leukemia for a third time. Third time. My God. The Good Vibrations Ladies Charitable Riding Group surprised 14-year-old Sadie Rabatna Friday at Woody's Pub and Grub by presenting her with a custom motorcycle vest and some of her favorite items. Misty Horton, president of the Good Vibrations Lady Charitable Group, said, quote, a motorcycle vest in the motorcycle community is something that is very sacred to us. It is a representation of who we are, but most importantly, the family that we are a part of. I wish a lot of other people would uh, take that kind of stuff that serious. You got people out there that pay for their patches and just put them on. Uh, they ha also have a custom motorcycle patch made for uh, Sadie 
and she has her own motorcycle or motorcycle name, which is Mercedes Wins Rock and Roll, man. Good stuff right there with the Good Vibrations Ladies Charitable Riding Group. Main story here, this out of Audacity is via KDKA News Radio. This was five pagan gang members arrested after a hotel fight. And it looked like it happened at the Beaver County Hotel. Beaver. <laughs> Beaver County District Attorney's Office, David Lazare's office, said police responded to the fight around 1.40 a.m. on Sunday morning for a reported fight and assault. Now, according to the news release, Numerous pagan biker gang members reportedly beaten an individual several times using boots, fists, and brass knuckles, put a firearm to the head of the victim, and stole the victim's firearm. Police were informed that 32 rooms were being occupied by members of the gang. A warrant was obtained, and Beaver Falls Police and State Police were joined by members of the Beaver County SWAT and Washington County SWAT because of the large number of people and possible wet, uh, weapons. Now, it looks like 69 people were, were removed and temporarily uh, de uh, detained. 26 firearms were found with one stolen out of West Virginia. One of the gums recovered was the one stolen from the victim. In addition, five sets of illegal brass knuckles were uh, seized. Four of the pagans were arrested for robbery and an aggravated assault and one for taking the victim's uh, firearm right there. Uh, you can't do what you used to do that I can tell you. Anyway, we're going to go live right now to the second half of the show. Go over to the morning madhouse show over on YouTube. You can watch it live there or on X, Twitter or MotorcycleMadhouse.com. We'll be right back after this. Raga. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal.
lot. Yeah, things that reveal a lot about you as a person. I think I'm going to get throat punched in this one. Yeah, again, uh, she really wanted to fuck me up yesterday. But it is what it is, man. You know, you got to be truthful with your damn audience. And that's what makes it entertaining. It's funny, man. I got uh, that one message that says, ah, first time that a show, a new subscriber and stuff like that. And goes and says, you know what? That's the funniest part of your show when you and her banter. And it's like, dude, it's just not on the show, man. She like uh, wants to throw punch me and shit. Uh, the things I got to do for you people to entertain you that I have to catch hell all day for. Thank you for that. It is Thursday, Thursday there, China Dow. It is. Got your drink on? Nope. No, nah, I don't got my drink on. Screw that, man. I don't like getting sick. You know, every time I he I smell liquor, it turns my stomach now. I think Jack Daniels fucked me up for life. Yeah, well, a three-day bender doesn't help. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. It, 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 <laughs> it don't help me whatsoever. So stick to weed is my suggestion. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Stick when is weed. it? When is it not? It, it, it It's natural. And it don't give you any less side effects or stuff like that other than just getting paranoid like you. You're funny when you're high. <laughs> you are. First you know, thing out of her mouth when she gets high, I have to go to the hospital. I, I'm, I'm dying every time. I'm having a heart attack. And then the fuzz are going to get me. You know what I think <laughs> it is, though? What? Because in the 90s, THC at the most was like 7%. You can get yourself a new high. You know, good high. You don't have to worry about being paranoid. But now you got this dispensary stuff and it's puff, puff, pass the fuck out. Yeah, I know. Even for somebody as, you know, skilled as me in the weed arena. In the weed arena. <laughs> I get paranoid sometimes. And that's like fucked up, man. And then you ask the dispensary, okay, you got anything under 10% THC? Fuck no, they don't. No, let's just give you 50. <laughs> Knock your ass out. <laughs> What's the point of that? I don't want to be knocked out. I want to be stupid. Nobody wants to be knocked out. They all want to have fun, but you can't because you're too busy zonking out after about three hits. One thing that is funny, though. One thing that is funny. What? You never want to freaking get high with me. No, you better sign a freaking waiver. You got to sign a waiver with me if you're going to get high with me. Because I get absolutely stupid. Mm. I will get on your ass. You think it's bad now? Holy shit, do I get going. He going to make you feel real whittle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to really think badly about yourself. <laughs> I will. I'll make you. I'll make you feel bad about yourself. I will. You're a loser. <laughs> and I'll make sure that you know you are a loser. Will I not? Yes, you definitely do. <laughs> I love it when it's at another person's expense, but then you target me and I'm like, I'm leaving. You, you cry. <laughs> I do. You get so bad that you like, yeah, you could probably make a grown man cry. Oh, I have done that before. One of my old friends that used to get high with me, he stopped getting high with me. I was like, what the fuck, man? You're like, dude, you want to hit? No, not with you. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what happened. <laughs> He's like, uh-uh, no. But I'm a funny high. You are funny, but you're just mean. <laughs> you're just, like, very insulting. 
I don't know. I have a good time. And then it's funny when they try to come back at me, it's boom, right back on them. <laughs> See, you got to, re- you know, you got to remember when you do shock jock shit, you got to be quick. You got to be right quick back at, at them. Got to be quick on your feet. Got to target them. Got to target them. You know, Joe Rogan, he hosted that dude that made, uh, what it was it, Oliver, that, uh, that anthem about fuck all these uh, politicians and stuff like that. Yeah. And he had him at his comedy club. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> get the word out there and one of the things that they said was how funny it is when millionaires try to tell everybody that billionaires are bad people it's like dude you're a millionaire who cares about your freaking uh, the way you think i don't care about you it's just like these celebrities they try to give you advice or they try to push in one direction or another and it's like dude shut up stupid i have nothing for you nothing you don't know anything that's going on you, you live in los angeles for christ's sakes you're already halfway tinkerbell at that point so why do i care what you have to say a lot of conversation going on tomorrow yeah oh twitter is going to be lit up <laughs> Only thing is, I can't. God, does that mean I got to go back into my Twitter account that I haven't used in like forever? Yeah, you got to go to X, man. Got to oh, go to Lord. X. I am going to push the limits. To uh, see how far they're going to let you go. I am there. going to push the limits to see if censorship is not happening over there like Elon Musk says it is. So I'm going to test out old uh, South uh, African German boy. Whatever the hell he is. Whatever. Mix Dude, he is. if it wasn't for him having them billions of dollars, I don't think he'd get laid. He, no, he he's ugly. ugly. He is ugly. He is fugly. Not just ugly. He is fugly. So you agree with me? It's only because he has the billion. It's all about the money. They all want his money. He's probably paying for it all the time anyways. And I've said that to you sometimes before. Sometimes I feel for you women. You got to throw that sucker on the table and demean yourself just to get paid. Who's throwing who on a table? I'm talking about women in general. Come on, with the Hugh Hefner deal. Come on. He's like 90 years old. You got a 20 year old chick. We know what it's about. Oh, yeah. Money. And they'll, they'll do anything. But that is the world's oldest profession is prostitution. Yeah, true. Like I said, if you have it, use it. Just flaunt what your mama gave you. You're damn right, man. It's all good. You know, why is that you say that that your mama gave you? You know, your dad gave you that, too. It, it, it took his seed. Okay, should I say flaunt what your parents gave you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> is here. that better? Is it? Is it? Yeah, damn right it is. Is it? You know, this things that reveal... A lot about you as a person is a pretty interesting subject to me. Why is that? I can't I can't wait to get to that one. It'll be fun. Yeah, because, you know, I got the doghouse ready outside, all that yeah. good shit. Is the garage nice and clean for you? Yeah, it's nice and clean. Okay, you're good to go then. What huh? do we got coming in the news today? What do we got coming in the news? Well, since you were talking about hookers, let's just I go love this, hookers. Let's just go with this one I first. Just, you know what? I love hookers. I just don't like what comes with them. You know, like the AIDS and the herpes, the gonorrhea. That kind of sucks. Kind of blows the whole situation, don't you think? It does. It blows it up. Can I, can a guy get out there, throw a load around without getting, you know, sickly dick? 
that's bullshit if you ask me. It's a sad thing. It is sad, man. You know, women, I think it, there's nothing worse than a woman's scorn. They don't have to give you AIDS for your... Uh, oh, my throat. God, stop. No, they don't have to do that. A legal brothel in Wells, Nevada, has announced that for the rest of 2023, customers with an ID from neighboring Utah will enjoy a 10% discount on all their sensual services pride by, provided by its workers. You know what? Can I ask a hooker that? Can I get 10% off? Senior citizen discount? No. Yeah. Cedar, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I do that? I'm going to ask a hooker that. I have an ARP card. Does that give me a discount? Yeah. I, I You know, you got to be taking care of your senior citizens here. I know. What the hell? Either that, I should go up to a stripper. Instead of having to give you a dollar, can I give you 25 cents? <laughs> I need a discount here. I'm on a budget. Yeah, I'm on a budget here. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a budget. You know what always surprises me about strip clubs is these guys that go in there with their, you know, they're retired and stuff like that. And they go in there with their social security checks and blow it all at once. I like bringing rolls of quarters. Well, that way you to throw it at them, make them crawl I, around. Do I make it hail because, you know, the bitches got to do laundry, too. Yeah, they do. So, you know, I they figure do. I'm just helping out. But I am. I'm going to ask one of them. Can I uh, get a discount without the, the gonorrhea attached? <laughs> I'll hand you my ARP card. You can borrow it. See if it works for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Scrappy, you're not around Illinois, uh dispensaries let me tell you 23 percent. that's just freaking the minimum that they got here <laughs> so this year utah's implemented a law requiring age verification for all porn sites in the name of creating reasonable safeguards for our children oh my god you notice how they always say we have to protect our children that's the problem with the right these conservatives you're uptight assholes literally even though some of you uh, over there like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. You, well, like, you, you like dildos put up your butt. Well, what's funny, well, in Utah, they <laughs> Pornhub has even blocked at site access there. So you can't get your Pornhub on because of Utah? Because if you live in Utah, you ain't watching Pornhub. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what? That is the biggest censorship in the world, and they're doing it themselves. How, do you, how, how can they even do that? I'm not talking about Pornhub. I'm talking about Utah. They're making it where they're censorship. Well, that explains why the people, the, the, you know. If the a guy wants to go on Pornhub, let loose, he should be able to. Well, see, now I fully understand why the people in Utah can go to Wells, Nevada to this brothel and get 10% off because they are not allowed to watch Pornhub now. It's sad. That's what I get sick of is when government gets in your lives. It's the Internet. Kids are going to find their way around it, just like we were able to find Playboys when we were kids. Yeah, you had to be uh, 18 to buy the damn things, but we always got one. That's the same thing on the Internet. Because now what you're doing is pulling that Chinese and Russian bullshit where you can't get the full amount of the Internet. But here's a secret for y'all. Here's a secret. To bypass that, you go incognito on your web browser, you get past it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, for those that are in Utah, you can head over to Wells, uh, Nevada, and it's called Bella's 
Hacienda Ranch. Bella's Hacienda Ranch. And they've and they've been there for at least 37 years. What's it, their hours of operation? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look up there. Do you think that's there. like a 24-hour place? Probably. It's probably like Bunny Ranch or something. It's 24 hours? Yeah, probably. Well, the reason I asked is I wanted to call about their disco. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call them up while I'm on the air. I see if I bring my ID from Utah, I get 10% off. <laughs> According to the New Is York, that like having a according to the idea? New York Post, <laughs> you got to look that up. In the, before the end of the show, I want to try to get a phone number for this place. What is it like? Two hours behind us or something? <laughs> I know Mike's ass is up right now, so if he can do it, the hookers can do it. You would too if I if I look this up. Are you really gonna? Call? I'm gonna call them up. I'm gonna find out about this discount. What if they're not open yet? What if you get voicemail? Then I'm gonna leave a voicemail. <laughs> I want to know about the ten percent discount on the freaking pink taco. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Damn man, unbelievable. The thing about hookers though that really uh, upset me is they're just like wide open, man. It's like okay, I, I can't feel nothing. You know what I mean? So are you looking this up for me? Yeah. <laughs> you got to give me a number here. I'm going to promote it, man. Anything that deals with hookers, I'll promote it. I will. What do you got? Nothing yet is uh, usual. You ready? I got it. Oh, you got it. What's the number? 775. 1-775-752-752. 9914. 9914. Let, let me see. Bella's Hacienda. Come on. It says 20. Good morning, Bella Hacienda. Oh, yeah. How you doing? This is Hollywood with Motorcycle Madhouse. And I got a question. I just read in the New York Post that you're giving 10% off to everybody that's in Utah. Is this correct? Oh, I don't know. I, um, my boss have told me about that, you know? I'm oh. the bartender, and I don't know about that. Okay, you, I have to ask the owner, okay? You got a, you know what? You got a sexy voice, my God. <laughs> I love that. So. I love that accent. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. You should be an My goodness gracious. So when is the owner going to be there? I got to ask him this. Again, you're on a radio show here. Yeah, because I don't know about that. So I have to ask her if she haven't told me. So I don't know. Okay. How much? I can give you the correct answer, okay? Okay. How much would it be to book you? My God, I just sit there and book you just to listen. No, to me, no, sir. I'm the bartender, okay? Oh, you're a bartender, huh? Can I have a sex on the yes, beach? Sir. Okay. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm just asking for sex on the beach, man. I know it's a drink. Oh, yeah. I know it's a drink, but uh, we don't make special cocktails in here, okay? Okay. This is not a regular bar. This, this uh, is a legal house with a convenient bar, okay? Oh, look at that. She's promoting out there. I love it. But, my God. Okay, you, yes. Yes, Joe here in uh, 
and I introduce all the beautiful ladies I have. Okay. Okay. There you go, everybody. You got to go out to uh, Bella's Hacienda right there, and uh, yes. she'll introduce you to all the ladies. You got some hotties over there? Yes, sir. I have a beautiful, gorgeous lady. Hey, do you give a discount for those with uh, AARP? ARP? You know, because um, for the girls, no. For the girls, no, they don't give discounts. Are they clean? No. Who? The girls. You what do you mean? They're not going to give you The girls see the doctor every week. They're supposed to be, everything is supposed to be in here. Perfect. It's a very clean house, and the girls are very clean. Okay? Okay, no sick. And everything in here is with protection. Awesome. No sickly dick, everybody. That's awesome. Well, thank you. We'll talk to you later. Rock on, Hacienda. <laughs> no sickly dick. I love it. I ain't going to freaking be pissing green. <laughs> Why? What's so funny? I just asked for a discount. You asked about the double ARP. <laughs> She's got to ask her boss. Gotta ask the boss. Yeah, gotta ask the boss. Gotta find out because she doesn't give all the info. By God, does she have a sexy voice though? And the 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 boss's name is Madam Bella Cummins. Cummins. C U C U M M I N S. I be Cummins. I be Cummins. I let a load right there. Just that sexy. Didn't she have a sexy ass? She's Spanish. My goodness, no wonder I like so Latinas. Ma Madam Bella Cummins has owned and operated the Bella Hacienda Ranch for 37 years. Notice how she said it's a house with eight girls. Well, that's good. Usually uh, brothels are houses. You don't have to be like the cat house in Las Vegas. So she was highly entertaining for a bartender. She, she must be the one that's kind of in charge when the boss lady's not there. Cause she's at you home. notice how uh, she's at home like getting six, her beauty sleep it's right like now. It's like six thirty in the morning there right now, and she sounded wide awake too. They're and you pumping can hear, it literally. You can, can kind of hear her making stuff in the background because I heard ice cubes and I even heard a bell ding. Did you hear a bell ding? Yeah, I did. So it's like, dude, customer, they're busy. A customer must have just either came in or left. You know, I don't know. My goodness, man. They're like <laughs> really busy out there. It's crazy. That is beautiful stuff, man. I love a good freaking hooker. I do. I and love they clean. They clean. They they go once a week. They go once a week. Huh? Mm -hmm. You know how many loads they probably get dropped and, in there? And and you must wear protection. Well, that's a good thing. Hey, at least, you know, they're 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 looking out for the girls and the guys. Good deal. Good protection. Deal. Good deal. Yeah. What else we got in the news? The director of a museum in Wisconsin could face more than 40 years in prison after being accused of embezzling money from a school for students with special needs that has her listed as principal. What a prick. And she, she is not the principal at the school. What? Yeah, she is listed as the principal, but she is not because she is the director at a museum. Uh -huh. She allegedly embezzled $100,000 from a consultant place that runs three of the schools across Wisconsin that are for special needs. Oh, my goodness gracious. I guess she appeared only physically five times in the 2022 school year. And she is not the principal, but they have her listed as the principal. 
So she gets to sit back and collect all kinds of money. And yeah, now she's going to be going to possibly prison for 40 years. <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Like, for example, she billed the schools for a $5,000 fee, which was actually used to build herself a hot tub in her yard. A hot tub in her yard? She has a hot tub in her yard, but she billed the schools a $5,000 fee. Yeah. Damn, what a hustle. And you know what? The thing with that is when you hustle, you don't want to get caught. No. No, but she's busted. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. She must, she must not be too good at it. I um, I guess not. Because <laughs> she is right now. You know, she goes. She's and she was in charge of Cedarburg Art Museum. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Not anymore, though. You know, she's kind of screwed. And the previous, uh, the previous uh, person that ran <clears throat> the uh, art museum was uh got screwed too for disorderly conduct with a domestic abuse thing so you know it doesn't seem like a lot of good people are running this museum i guess not man they're a bunch of jack nines can you believe that they're stealing this broad is stealing from schools that help kids with special needs well that's just like they always go these scammers go after the elderly too Whatever they can get into, man. You ever get them calls like from Nigeria? I'm going to like put up $5,000 in your bank account. Shut up, stupid. You give me 5000 you ain't getting back. But all they're trying to do is steal your account information. You ever get them phone calls from people that are calling you saying that if you don't pay some sort of fine or something, they're going to have you arrested. They know where you're at. I had somebody call the gas station once with that. I thought that was funny. Huh. I was like, what? Yeah, we need your information. I'm like, dude, fuck you. I didn't give my information over the phone. I don't know who you is. Right? Jerk. My goodness gracious. It is priceless. It is people priceless. Are, people are dumb. <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. What else we got here? At midnight on December 1st, Walker Montgomery received a direct message from a pretty girl on Instagram. Pretty girl on Instagram. The 16-year-old 16-year-old boy did not know her, but they seemed to have very many mutual friends. As he was flattered as she asked him about school, football, soon enough things turned from a flirtatious to sexual. The girl video chatted with Walker on Instagram, and soon she exposed herself, and he did the same and stepped right into a trap. So he trapped her? She trapped him. Oh, ouch. Mm-hmm. There was no girl at all. The video was lifted from a porn site. Man, there's some wicked stuff going on on the internet now. The person on the other side was, since you brought it up, a Nigerian scam artist who recorded the entire encounter. As soon as Walker's image was captured, mind you, this is a 16-year-old boy, the Nigerian scam artist threatened to send the video to all the boys' Instagram contacts, contacts unless he forked over $1,000. Ooh, ouch. Yes. I don't know. That, that's pretty messed up. He was only, what, 16? Yep. That's fucked. That so for two hours, the, the Mississippi teen, who did not have access to a bank account, pleaded for mercy as the extortionist claimed to send 
photos to his list of followers one by one. We're going to destroy your life if you don't give us the money. Everybody's going to disown you. Your life is over. When the list got to his mother's username, it was too much for the teen to stand, and he was going to unalive himself. So the scammer said, go ahead, because your life is already over. So this 16-year-old teen retrieved his handgun from his father's safe and shot himself because of this Nigerian scammer. Bitches. His harassers never sent out the video, even though they claimed they had. The teen had fallen prey to what's called sextortion, a scheme where the scammers lure victims into sharing explicit photos and threaten to send them everywhere unless they pay up. This is what this is what we're, this is how it's going these days. You know, I'm actually kind of speechless, man. The perpetrators, many of whom are from Nigeria and the Ivory Coast, often contact targets through direct messages on platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, and WhatsApp. They say that 13 to 17-year-old boys are the most common targets. For six weeks, Walker's parents, Brian and Courtney Montgomery, were at complete loss to why their child took his own life. Walker had a large group of friends, close-knit family, and attended church regularly. He loved hunting, fishing, and football. According to the parents, it made no sense whatsoever. There were no signs of depression, no mental illness, no red flags. Unbelievable. So sick. So sick. The FBI forensic analysis of Walker's phone uncovered the scam, the whole ordeal from the first message all the way up to Walker's death. It lasted only four hours. So in a four-hour conversation, he went from being a football player to being dead. What else we got? You got to move on here. You know what? I was having fun. Then you bring that shit up. No, I just, you know. No, you bring that up. People need to be freaking aware of what their kids are doing. Yeah, not after I'm talking about hookers. I don't care. People killed me here. People need to be aware. You killed me. Because you don't know. I mean, this is a dead giveaway that people are contacting your kids through Instagram, through Snapchat, through all through all these social media things, and they're not even real people. I mean, there's a real person on the other end, but it could be a scam. We can go down the rabbit hole on this one about how parents should be uh, watching their kids' social media and stuff, and mm-hmm. when's the time to block them, all that stuff, man, all that stuff. We got to, oh, man. <sighs> I mean, it's like people me people need to pay more attention as far as to what their kids are doing, who they're talking to, who they're hanging out with, because this is the kind, I mean, this happened in short of four hours. You're a buzzkill. Not days, but four hours. You are your buzzkill. Well, you know, people need to be aware. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, man. What else we got here? What are we else? What else? We got well, here? the one I wanted to do, we can't do because we're doing it tomorrow. So. And then. 
No ending. No ending. No ending. All I need is some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. You know what that's kind of like uh, it sounds like to me and then when I'm trying to get a news story out of you. And then it's like what the hell man. Then, You're missing your and cues here. Then and then. Missing your cues here man. Really. So it's no joke customers in an old fashioned sweet store in Washington watched an amazement Saturday as a deer strolled in and became briefly enamored by its taffy display. And even possibly swiping a butter popcorn flavored piece before hightailing it back out of the store. <laughs> he ate he ate some taffy and left. Let's see here. What do we got here? We're gonna call my congressman. They're never up. It's only friggin' eight forty six. I'm calling through oh here we go. Here we go. Come on, it's like 9.46 there. Like, what the hell? You're killing me here. Don't anybody ever answer the phones? Freaking morons here. Let me try their other office here. I got to get his position on hookers. I do. I got to get his position. I do. This is what we pay you for? How boring. Anyway, you assholes don't answer the phone during a phone scam time. So what's uh things that reveal a lot about you as a person? I think uh, what reveals to me is I like hookers. I don't like midgets, though. Well, and I don't know man. why anybody would pay for a midget. No, I, you know, your birthday's coming up. Yeah, my birthday's <laughs> coming up. What do I give for my birthday? A midget. I don't want a midget. <laughs> You're getting one. You got to get me a hooker. A midget. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to find you one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. So what's up? Start our stuff here. Why are you being behind, man? You're lazy. Well, let's just get started with the basic greeting that seems simple on the surface but can actually tell a lot about a person it's called your handshake well yeah you know what i hate about handshakes when you go up to somebody and they're limp-wristed i hate that or when they just grab your hand all wimpy yeah like, it's like give what the a hell's firm wrong with handshake you, man. a firm handshake you're damn right does man. anybody do those anymore is everybody too busy fist pumping i don't know maybe their hands are wore out from you know masturbating well you know okay. sometimes their hand is also their girlfriend so you know you don't want to squeeze their girlfriend too hard me when i give a handshake i'm like breaking your hand man that's the way you're supposed to you always got to worry about somebody that don't give a good firm handshake i mean i would question it they're fake people mm -hmm. that's what i'm thinking they're fake and uh, that's coming up in the members only we're going to be talking about how people are fake why why do you have to be fake? Well, you know, they say that a too firm of a handshake saying is says that you're trying to dominate the interaction. Well, I am dominating you. And a weak handshake naturally signifies that your confidence level might be just as shaky. My confidence level's never shaky. 
never ever. But if you do the perfect, nice, firm handshake, right, but not too firm, not too soft, if you do it just right, like Goldilocks says, then that shows you're sincere, strong, and a very confident person. I think I am, don't you? Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, of course. Do you give good, firm handshakes? I do. I, I'm not a handshake person, though. Hmm. I'd rather, you know, if it's somebody that, that you know, if, I mean, unless it's a job interview, if it's a job interview, I'm going to do a nice, good, firm handshake. But if it's not, and I'm just like being introduced to somebody, I like, I, I hug people. Oh, you're an idiot. I'm like, hi, hug. You notice how <laughs> she like moans before she said that? Hi. <laughs> Shush. What else? Your punctuality. Think when it won't matter You have, and you're five minutes late. Maybe if you're meeting someone with a lot of patience. But the occasional tardiness might be fine. But if it happens to the best of us, no, no matter how strict we follow our schedules, if you're late often, that says more about you than you think. It basically how uh, How early should you be to a meeting with somebody? 15 minutes. I agree with that one. Even work. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Ten, it's work ten, most of the time. 10 to 15 minutes before your scheduled time. So you can get all your stuff situated before you got a clock in. Always. And you know, it's, and you, if, you're it's scheduled, if you're scheduled at 9, you don't come in at 9. 8.45, quarter to 9. Not 9 or 9. Yeah, but most of the time uh, now employers won't even let you click clock in five minutes you have to wait five minutes before you can't do it 15 minutes early no more yeah ours went from that's the, bullshit our, our, at where i'm at and when i started there you can clock in when you get there if it was like 15 minutes then it, they went to 10 minutes now you can't clock in until five till <sighs> so it's like up. yeah they've gradually moved it every every year it seems like it's getting closer to like the exact time you're supposed to be yeah because they don't want to pay you no, they don't. I think but yet bullshit. they expect you to, you know, straighten things up before you clock in or whatever. Unbelievable. So with your punctuality, you know, if you're always late, it shows that you don't respect other people's time. And your sense of responsibility leaves a lot to be desired. Mm -hmm. And you need to step up your organizational skills if you're always late. I think you're just a freaking schmuck if you're late all the time. Now, there's specific things I purposely show up late to, like family things. You don't even <laughs> go to family things anymore. Not anymore, but when I did, I was always late. We were always the last ones to arrive. It started at like 9 or 10, and I was there like, you know, 30 minutes later. I was always the last one there. Just because I was like dreading. Going. You know what? I really got to think about you now. You're always showing up late for a blowjob. How am I always showing up late for a blowjob? I'm the one that's in the bedroom before you're the one that wanders in. <laughs> How am I late? Yeah, but you sit there, you play your game. It's like, I'll be done in a second. Hold you're on. late. Hold on. I got two minutes left to go. In two minutes, I can blow my load right, and go. So if you're always late, what does this say about BD's show? Ooh, ouch. He's always late. Oh. He doesn't care about his people's time. Ooh, China. We're Dow. on time. So which shows we care. China Dow goes below the belt, man. Ouch. Ouch. Sorry, BD. I just kind of had to. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if BD's ever had a hooker. 
you know, I just wonder. I think uh, I think he's the type of guy that to pay for some pussy. I don't know. Maybe prior to Tia. Well, yeah, prior to <laughs> Tia, because Tia cut his pecker off if he did it now. <laughs> he does anything like that now. She's going to stomp him. Oh, Chase, China's ignoring you. What? Because uh, I'm not in the I'm not in the chat. Oh, you're not in the chat. No, right. I'm not even. You know I, what? Now, I can't even see the comments right now. Now, now I got to ask him. I got to ask him here. Maybe he'll answer the phone. Who? I got to start pre-recording this stuff. Hello. Hey, man, you're on the show here. I got a very important question because you were in the Navy, correct? I was. Okay. You know, I know people in the Navy are kind of freaks. Uh, I was wondering if you ever, because we were just talking about this story out of Utah where they're giving 10% uh, discounts in Nevada because Pornhub has discontinued its service there because of these Christian right freaks. So I was just wondering, as a seaman, literally, uh, if you've ever used the services of a hooker. Now, Hollywood. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all trying to get to know you here. As a seaman, and I, I know oh, you guys are you? freaks. <laughs> Have you ever used the services of a hooker? That doesn't make you a freak. I mean, if you use the services of a hooker and you did it missionary style, would you be a freak? No. <laughs> I told you he used hookers. Uh, yeah. You could tell by his answers he's used the hooker. <laughs> you don't. You he's don't. Done you it. don't use hookers. You don't. First of all, you don't use hookers. You pay them. You use human beings. You pay them. You employ them. <laughs> you employ. So you're used to leasing the poontang. I lease is such a terrible word. I would like to say that people who utilize the services of sex workers are providing homes with 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 financial backing. He's trying to be all intellectual here by uh, <laughs> justifying why he's used to hooker. He's being he's being PC. <laughs> You're on my radio show, man. I, you don't got to be PC here. <laughs> what is the best looking hooker that you've ever had? What city was it in? Was it over I, in Europe? I am not. I am not. <laughs> I am absolutely not acknowledging that I personally ever utilized the services of a sex worker. I can, however, acknowledge that Patty Beach Thailand has incredibly beautiful. Uh, adult providers there. <laughs> adult providers. How much did she cost you? I believe the going rate at that time. <laughs> uh, the market value was approximately uh, about $12. 12 bucks? Are you kidding me? Oh, what year was that? At that, at that time, uh, that was a, a, a hefty sum. Now, did you worry about getting sickly dick after using the services? I, again. He's saying he didn't do it. He heard. He heard from a friend. <laughs> I, I am not acknowledging that I ever utilized the services of an adult provider. However, uh, the medical corpsman would give you a shot in the ass uh, upon leaving the ship. And also hand you some uh, condoms. 
such that you would be provided should you partake of the 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 pleasures of of various islands and countries upon which a sailor might endeavor on his leave time. So do you think when sailors, do you think they use the services of hookers more than, say, the Marine Corps? Everyone was uh, equally well represented in the various clandestine operations uh, out in the field. So when you were in Europe, you were in Europe, correct? Many times. It's a great country. Have you seen the Eiffel Tower? No, but I heard that that's uh, a sex kind of thing. You know, people do Eiffel Towers and stuff. I still don't understand the concept. But, yeah, that's <laughs> what I've heard about it. But, anyway, who had the best-looking hookers over there? Was it England? Was it France? Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> the wares of Amsterdam were quite incredible. Uh and Norway, you had these six foot tall fucking goddesses, blonde hair, blue eyes, looking at you. And if you were of the chocolate complexion, they would rub your skin to see if it would rub off. It was really uh, it's oh yeah, yeah, BD. Oh my yeah. goodness gracious. So you use the services of a woman in Norway. I did not I'm just explaining <laughs> to you what is available. On the menu. I'm the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Oh, my God. You just said menu. You, you're, you know what? You're making women small now because now you just order them on a the menu. Well, in, in Amsterdam, it was quite that way. You, you did order them on a the menu. There was a place called the Red Light District, which you would walk through and there would be these cubicles stacked on top of each other, like little apartment kind of things. And they were like three stories tall. And the women, and they, and there was a window, and the women would be sitting in a chair in that window, or standing, or motioning you in, and, uh, and you could walk through the red light district and choose your variant of pleasure. It was available there. It was like picking off of a menu. So basically, uh, you picked off the menu, menu if you wanted a blowjob, hand job, full sex. That was on the menu. It was more like window shopping. Well, it was window shopping. You Whatever happened upstairs when you got up there and they closed that curtain uh, had to be negotiated. You didn't negotiate that from the street. Oh, but Road Rage just says... And then there was a section section you would get down. That section, and those guys were men in those windows, dressed as women. Okay. Try to stay away from that section. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, you know, navy transvestites. No wonder they. Oh, yeah. uh, you about can say you can say whatever the fuck you want. If you find yourself <laughs> on that section, you you can clearly be like, "Whoa, what happened? The section changed." So basically, Road Rage is right. You were over there telling the girls in Norway that it doesn't rob off because milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Not in your hand. <laughs> But no, I personally was not. I personally don't don't admit to any of those sins of the flesh. Sins of the flesh. <laughs> that basically means BD was freaking ass deep in it. <laughs> BD was ball deep, man. Okay, <laughs> don't let him pull you. What do you got coming up on your show today, man? 
Uh, <laughs> he, I, he was balls deep in that stuff. <laughs> He's probably got Tia sitting next to him. Yeah. Did you have a hooker? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't even started to discuss the Italian variants or <laughs> down off in the, the south of Wales. And oh my goodness, France was. I mean, for the eye to see. France was incredible with the beautiful accent uh, uh, of the uh, uh, feminine uh, variety. There was ah, Africa and Spain. And, so basically, you might oh you might have little BDs running around that you don't know about. Well, one would would hope not. <laughs> Okay, man, I'll let you go. <laughs> Before I get him in trouble, Tia's going to be like, you son of a... Yeah, yeah you're not getting me in trouble because I'm not saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you go, bud. <laughs> Take care, brother. <laughs> he was balls deep in that moment, man. He was. He was balls deep. Don't let him pull you with all that talk. <laughs> That reveals a lot about you. <laughs> you notice how he's trying to make it where he didn't look like an ass like I make myself. $12, man, to pop somebody. My God. But you know what? Inflation nowadays probably raised it up to 24. Yeah, it's probably doubled. Yeah, definitely. No wonder all these rich people moved to Thailand. I didn't know you can get a menu. I that is either. so cool. I mean, I've heard of the window shopping. <laughs> yeah, what happens in a submarine stays in a submarine. <laughs> well, you know what they say about Navy. Um, <laughs> that was priceless. He's like, really? He probably just woke him up, too. I probably did. Uh, you know, getting a phone call from Hollywood on the Madhouse ain't the best thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> So, listening to BD just now, I'm asking your opinion here. Mine? What does that reveal about him, his conversation just now? He a man whore. <laughs> Do you consider men that use the services of hookers a man whore? Why? No, it just means, you know, they couldn't get it any other way. They had to pay for it. Oh! Ouch! <laughs> So you're saying BD had to pay for it because he couldn't get it anywhere else. Yeah, you know, it happens. <laughs> you should have wined her and dined her. Maybe you wouldn't have had to pay. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, technically, if you wine her and dine her, you're paying too, but it's probably going to be cheaper than actually paying her for what you want to get. See, I think that's a smart way of doing it. You pay her for your couple minutes of time. And then you don't have to pay her 50% when you get divorced. Well, yeah, you know, there's that. Next thing you know, you're going to see BD out in, his, out in his camper somewhere at an event, and you're going to see some car pull up with the mattress on the roof because he called for, you know, delivery service. So basically, <laughs> you can say women are full-time hookers. All of you. Pretty much. Because we just got to keep paying and paying and paying. So you're full-time hookers. In a sense, but it doesn't mean we're going to always perform. Yeah, most of the time when they get older, they get boring. <laughs> <laughs>
So you got to go trade them in. And get the next one, huh? You get the next one and train them all over again. Start over. How would you like to start over? How does that make you feel thinking about that? What? That, I don't I don't think about it. That women are like full-time sex I workers. don't think about it until you just freaking said it, <laughs> asshole. What's another one? God, uh, you're kind of a dick now, even more than usual. It happens. Well, well, another thing that tells a lot about yourself is the type of an apology that you give. I give good apologies when I'm wrong. It's not often but that I'm wrong. Well, let's take a look at the type of apologies that people give. When they're sincere and they say, like, I'm truly sorry for what I said. It was thoughtless and hurtful and I deeply regret it. Is that something a man should say when they're trying to pop it in your mouth but accidentally get it in your eye? Ew. Is that the kind of sorry you give a woman? Oops! I gave you No, that would be more like conditional. It'd be like, I'm sorry if I offended you. (laughs) 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 Or they could be defensive. I'm so sorry it was late. I don't know. I think the way people apologize. So does. sorry it's late. There you got a broad bobbing on your knob for like a half hour. You got a come yet? <laughs> then that would be a forced apology. All right, fine. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right, Rage. I go off uh, far off the rails that we don't even know where the hell the train is at this point. <laughs> just leave it to Hollywood, man. I'll just go all over the place. I'm very, you know, it ain't my fault she brought up the story about Pornhub. <laughs> I'm protesting, okay? For those in Utah. Yeah, I'm protesting <laughs> for them. That was a sexy ass freaking voice, though, wasn't it? Not really. How much but... you want to bet that's a dude or something? <laughs> <laughs> you never know these days. She, she's got a beard. Yeah, I got a beard and stuff. She's got a beard. Uh, Pancho, I don't apologize for hitting the wrong hole. I'm just going to hold on and see if I can make it the full eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Before she flips you off. <laughs> right. Wrong hole! Wrong hole! That is the first thing that a woman says. Honey, it's just the tip. No, it's not. The next thing you know, you see him run into the bathroom cupping and going and stuff. If they can get what there. do you women think that's actually going to do when you cup? Do you think you're going to you're going to catch it? <laughs> you're going to catch it before it comes out. <laughs> you mean to tell me when you got to poop really bad and you're you're walking, you know, you're wearing your jeans or whatever. You don't stick your hand around to the back and cover your butt. Hell no, man. I uh, I pump them cheeks tighter than hell, man. <laughs> just walk, walk like a board and stuff. No, but women do the same thing. We squeeze our cheeks, but we put our hand there. And I, I don't even know why we do it because I, I don't want to catch what's coming out. Maybe I should ask Marco if he cups and goes. He looks like he's a cup and go guy. That's not saying much for Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had to cup and go? You imagine him and BD going out at night on the town getting hookers and stuff. That'd be funny shit. Yeah, which one would not get one first? Ooh, that's pretty ouch. (laughs) I wonder what it'd be like to see BD high. Oh, my God. He'd probably preach to us. Oh, he would. About Jesus. (laughs) He should be a preacher. (laughs) You know, the sex workers. We we don't call them hookers. We call them sex workers. (laughs) He'd give us this intellectual discussion while he was high. As we all are falling asleep because we were high, too. 
<laughs> you're dude, you're boring. <laughs> I gotta go puff puff pass out right now. You know what I mean? It's like you're supposed to be fun and funny. So now I gotta learn how to apologize the right way when I blow it in your eye. You better not be blowing it in my eye because that shit burns. I heard it's good for the skin. So they say. So are golden showers. Ew. No, thanks. That's what I hear. Oh, well, you can keep hearing it because if that's the case, wait till the next time you're in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for your skin. Why, you know, why, why you keep on holding that against me? I was messed up. Okay. <laughs> I missed the toilet and hit you <laughs> twice. <laughs> it happens when I'm messed up twice. <laughs> what else? We got one more. How you walk. Tell somebody about your personality. So, you know, if somebody has to take a poop, if they're walking <laughs> funny or either that the Roman army just freaking jabbed them. So we, <laughs> that's how we can tell with a woman. No. <laughs> the way they walk. Oh, I just got in the poop. Shoot. In a nutshell, if you're dragging your feet when you walk, you're either anxious or worried. If you're taking long, quick strides, you're competitive, intelligent and productive. That's you. You take long, quick strides. That's because I got to get to the next thing I got to do. If you're strolling, which is, <laughs> I kind of just stroll or slow walk maybe sometimes. Do you like strut? Do you ever strut like uh, John Travolta? <laughs> I have done it Saturday just for night. like, I have done it for fun. Not like, that's not how I walk though. Like strut your stuff and be like. Dun -dun -dun. One of these days I got to like take a video of you doing a moonwalk. I haven't done that in so long. I'd probably screw it up and fall. I used to do that a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, you are getting older. Shut up. So, you know, if you watch how people walk, that just basically tells you a little love that if they're walking fast, they're go-getters and risk-takers. Now you're boring me. You're stupid. You're boring me. Do you know that hold, how you hold your phone also gives details on how people... <laughs> Oh, shut up, stupid. We're going to go to the members only in about 10 minutes. If you ain't a <laughs> member, make sure you go over there and join on YouTube and Spotify over on YouTube, over on Insane Throttle Biker News and on uh, Spotify, man. You to listen uh, MotorcycleMadhouse.com uh, tomorrow. I'm going to be on tomorrow night about 7 o'clock. I'm going to get all kinds of stupid over there. And uh, the hell with the Democrats, man. That's going to be the title of the show. Uh, I'll see you members over there in about 10 minutes. Rock on everybody else. Have a good thirsty Thursday, baby. I'm turning you back over to 24-7 rock and roll right now. I say goodbye. Vamoose. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat jack. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded.